Good morning from Specialist Sales. I'm Mark Howden on Consumer Staples. Uh, we've got Swedish match numbers this morning. Uh, we expect another strong quarter. Then Coca-Cola European Partners tomorrow, where we remain very bullish, thinking that soft drinks have priced in too much uh, downside from COVID and related recession. Carlsberg numbers Thursday, uh, we remain bullish, thinking it's one of the more defensive beverage stocks. Out from research this morning, we've got a beauty survey, which concludes that almost no one wears makeup in lockdown, but also has fears around the bounce bank strength post-COVID and the channel mix, given that travel retail is the highest margin part. We have a Nestle follow-up note from Lord Debu. We think it's all priced in. We have preview notes on Altria and Japan Tobacco. Uh, and the main thing we're pushing this week continues to be our beverages downgrade note from Friday, where we downgraded all the spirit stocks, expected the depth, duration, uh, and uh, recessionary impacts on spirits to be very difficult. That's it from me. Good morning from Jeffrey's Financial Spec Sales. Deutsche Bank pre-released Q1 earnings late last night ahead of the scheduled release, which is due on Wednesday. Numbers there came through with a, with a positive uh, net profit of $66 million a quarter, pre-tax just over $200 million. Um, this was um, uh, significantly better than consensus expectations. Revenues held up well at $6.4 billion. They've taken $500 million of uh, reserving um, ahead of, obviously, a turn in credit. But again, that's within the realms of acceptability and capital um, of 12.6% uh, uh, also remains um, in an okay position. So that will provide some boost to the sector. On the flip side, stand short, um, they are expected to see quite a sharp hike in provision around some specific situations that the market's already been focusing upon over the last couple of weeks. So that's an offset there. We uh, downgrade our recommendation on uh, close brothers to underperform as we, again, cut numbers quite heavily and still prefer Paragon. It's Alex Turner on the discretionary names. Added as the key focus for us this morning, we expected a soft print, but the company underdelivered. Sales and gross profit as expected, but the issue here was OPEX due leverage, which saw EBIT coming in at 65 versus consensus of 179 million. That's down 93% year on year. The company gave us no outlook or any detail around the recovery seen so far in China, and also 70% of global stores are now shut, up from 60% two weeks ago. So we would expect the stock down today. The call is not till 2 p.m. In food retail, the, in Ocado, the press was talking about a drop in promotions here. It's odd to us, given the supposed considerable fixed cost leverage at the company. Uh, leisure, we're pretty quiet in the UK, but in the US, we've published a proprietary survey of convention and conference planners that supports um, our measured stance. We have Whitbread numbers have been postponed, so pretty quiet this week. We are retail heavy week results-wise with uh, uh, Carrefour, Cantar, Next, Casino and Sainsbury. This is Bruna from Industrials. After a great set of numbers last week, Sasha has a note out on auto leave explaining why we remain positive on the name. Management was cautious on the call, and that's understandable, but results showed auto leave is performing well versus peers. We think ample liquidity and a conservative working capital structure are supportive during the Q2 trough. Elsewhere, in a letter sent to employees on Friday, EBA CEO said company is bleeding cash at an unprecedented speed and that this could threaten the existence of Airbus. This seems to be linked with the production rates cut announced this month and Q1 results will be out on Wednesday. Sandy's view that Airbus has not matched production with short-term deliveries, meaning that inventory is building. It is also like likely that pre-delivery payments are reducing and further costs are almost certainly not in line with uh, lower production rates yet. Sandy forecast net position at the end of H1 is just 3.4 billion. Lastly, we're dropping Aston Martin to reallocate.
Good morning from Resources. A lot of focus for us today on uh, the mining space and the coal sector in particular. Uh, that's because Chris Lefemina is out with a quite substantial downgrade note, uh, cutting his recommendation on Glencore to hold from buy and setting a new 150p price target. The concerns are really around their exposure to coal, uh, both near term around uh, associated price weakness due to low energy prices, but then also longer term around ESG concerns and what that means for equity market valuations on coal assets. In energy, it's worth flagging the front month uh, weakness in both the Brent and WTI contracts. Uh, We think that's associated with rising inventories. It's also worth noting the Galp first quarter numbers where they have suspended essentially all of their forward-looking guidance. Finally, just to flag, we have had Diamond Offshore, a drilling company filing for bankruptcy over the weekend as well, uh, so pretty significant there.